Overcome Porncast, the podcast that talks to you about all things dealing with pornography. I am your host, Jack Dodgen, joined by fellow host, Chris Croats. Chris, how you doing, man? Great. Sweet. We've doing got a, we've got a, a, a good subject today, I think. Yeah. And, you know, we, we have the disclaimer of, you know, if your kids are around, maybe you don't want to listen to this with them, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not so today. Maybe. Maybe you let your kids listen to this if you if you feel so inclined, or if you're afraid to to talk about this. I guess. Uh, if with, you're ready. If you're ready. If you're ready. If they're ready. Yeah. If you think they're ready. How would you know gonna... they're ready? <laughs> uh, you you probably won't find the answer to that question here. I don't... <laughs> Uh, we may we may have a an answer for that, but uh, we're talking about how to talk to your kids about pornography. Uh, one, I mean, you've got you got four kids. Have you had this I, me? Talk yet? Yeah, I have of, four kids. Have you had this talk with any of them yet? Um, yes, all except for, for the the youngest. Okay, all right. Um, but. They, I have not to, to varying degrees, obviously. Sure, sure, yeah, not like the same we. I have that. a thirteen-year-old, a ten-year-old, an eight-year-old, and a five-year-old. Um, yeah. And the eight-year-old is your boy, correct? Yep. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll we'll get into that a little more too. I have not, of course. I got a I got a two-year-old and, and a uh, two-month-old as of yesterday. So. Uh, that's good stuff. It's never so, too early to start, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a word I want him uh, saying. Yeah. In the foyer <laughs> after worship, he uh, there was a baptism yesterday, and uh, we have to scroll the PowerPoint screen up. Uh huh. And so it's going up, and he says out loud, "There, the TV's going away," <laughs> <laughs> and. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, man, you gotta be quiet. You gotta be quiet. And uh, this kid is going to get baptized and stuff. And so I'm now, okay, he's getting baptized. He's gonna be a Christian, all that stuff. You know, can you say baptized? Can you say Christian? And he's repeating these words. And then they get done with that. And then he says out loud, "They're playing in the water." <laughs> all right, man. Listen. So he would definitely walk around the foyer, you know, pornography. Yeah. Or some it would it would sound really cute, uh, but it, he would also get in trouble for that. I'm See, sure. now that's a good icebreaker right there. He's like, "Oh, isn't he so cute? Look at this little kid." Speaking of <laughs> pornography, uh, what's that, son? <laughs> let's talk about that. Pornography, you say? Yeah, let's talk about that. Uh, maybe that's how I address anything in preaching. There you go. Teach my son what to yell before worship starts. Yeah, you can go. Well, uh, speaking of uh, this hard to talk about subject that people don't want to deal with, uh, let's let's talk about that. My son wanted wants me to talk about it, uh, but yeah, no. So what we're talking about is talking to your kids uh, about pornography, about uh, dealing with it, about what it is, that kind of stuff. This is one of those. I mean, we talk about the birds and the bees conversation. This is like, at, at least that is a positive you're not saying yeah. uh you know here's here's what you're not supposed to do with your life uh 
but this conversation is very much that. Uh, you are not supposed to look at these things. And so we're going to talk a little bit uh, about when to do that, uh, why to do that, some ways that you shouldn't do this, some ways uh, to do it as well when we get to the end. Uh, we didn't really talk about this before the show. We kind of did a little bit. What is your thought on when? Uh, having had three kids, you've already talked to about this in varying ways. What What do you think is the right age, maybe? Well, uh, maybe age has nothing to do with it. As the uh, parenting guru that I am, yes, <laughs> you know, I have a teenager, so I know everything. No, according uh, to uh, my commenters on some of my articles, you are qualified to write parenting yes. articles, whereas I am not. <laughs> yes, look at my qualifications. <laughs> yes. Um, well, the way that uh, me and Alicia have always handled. Uh, talking to our kids about sex, you know, anything in that realm is we want to be proactive. Uh, yeah. You know, not wait around for them to, you know, see something or hear something from their friends or whatever. We want to be able to address it before any bad ideas get into their head. Um, so we started with our children at a very young age, probably around six or seven, having that a very simplistic birds and bees talk. Okay. Sure. Um, just, you know, explaining where babies come from. There's several books and materials out there for how to talk to young children about the subject. And so we just kind of very sim simply explained it and then allowed them to ask questions. Um, now that might take a few days, a few weeks, maybe a month down the road. And then they finally like it clicks for them and they go, Oh, <laughs> I had no idea yeah. what you're talking about that day, but now I get it. Um, and so Alicia's done a very good job with talking to our, older girls about this stuff and now since uh gabriel's getting older um i've i've had that talk with him and with it just you know i didn't tell him what pornography was right but explaining to him you know if you see images of naked women and of course he's looking at me like what what yeah. are you even talking about? Right. Like, why would this even be a thing? Um, and that's just, you know, the, the child's mind, and I love it. But I just, you know, I simply told him, if you ever see things like that, please come and tell me. You know, don't look at them. Run away from them if you have to, um, because they are out there. And he kind of like, okay. And he ran off. Sure. And uh, that's kind of where we've left it so far. Now, we have had some instances now because our kids know how to use a computer. Um, there's been some instances of curiosity creeping sure. up of like, you know, what happens when I Google search this word? Um, you know, very... I would say 
as you know it'd be it's innocent because it, you can tell from their Google searches that it's completely curiosity like sure. typing in kissing or uh, girl naked boy naked just because you know they don't know what they're doing right um and it's not they're not searching out this stuff so that you know they can fantasize about it it's like well let me, i've never seen this before let me see what this is all about um and because all of our computers have covenant eyes on it those things easily are found and we can address them that way but as as far as to the win that's kind of my take on it is that it's this ongoing thing as kids get older they're able to handle more hopefully you have a good open line of communication with your children and so you know they come to you with these questions and uh, curiosities and stuff like that but then also things happen where you have to sit them sit them down and say you know what you did was not good um but you can spin it into a positive of saying is there any questions that you have because going about it this way is not the right way sure and uh i think uh a lot of what you said there is 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 good as far as uh you know the conversation evolves as they get older mm-hmm. it's it's a little deeper it's a little more uh, maybe specific as to what the problem is, uh, but then you have uh, what you said there, the open line of communication, which I think is the, the biggest part of the win here. Um, if if somebody listening wants like an age, uh, I think you and I had said 10 to 12-ish, maybe even before then, uh, you know, you've got a, you've, uh, you said Gabe was eight, right? No. Uh, so, so even before then, but it's going to be very elementary. Yes. On the subject, but I would say that's, ten to twelve. That's when they have the full exposed. blown. You know, this is what pornography is. That, uh, but you're talking about being on the, you know, being proactive about it, being on the front end of it. Ten to yeah. twelve is about when the average age of seeing it. Yep. Uh, and that number is even dropping a little bit too. So you almost you you really have to start at eight if you want to be on the front end of it. Um, because we're even seeing, you know, nine years old or whatever just getting exposed because our kids are growing up. Uh, you know, we grew up with technology a little bit, but our kids are growing up with way more technology than we did even. Yeah. Uh, and know how to use it. And, you know, my son's learned how to use the remote already just from watching us. Uh, oh, yeah. And that's that can be a good thing, but it can also be a bad thing here. Um on the open line of communication, uh, the guy who wrote the book Open, which is the reason why we're doing all this stuff uh, now, uh, Craig Gross, he wrote, I believe he wrote in that book, but it might have been on his website. Uh, but either way, uh, he had talked about how his son came home from school one day, and his son and his friend had been shown uh, a picture of pornography from another friend at school. Well, Craig's son went up to him and said, you know, Dad, I saw this, you know, this thing that we had talked about before. Uh, you know, I just wanted to uh, to let you know that, you know, my friend so-and-so saw this. And, and he and uh, his father were able to have a dialogue about it. 
Well, then after they, they talked for a little while, uh, Craig called the dad of his son's friend and said, did you know that your son saw this today, that some guy, some kid in, in class showed them this? He said, no. And that was, that was the thing, is you have, on one hand, Craig and his son who have this open communication, they can talk about this, and Craig's able to keep this problem from escalating because of the open dialogue. Mm -hmm. But then you have on the other end, this father who has no idea that this was going on, well, that doesn't just suddenly change. I mean, if this, if that one picture is enough to spark curiosity, the kid goes looking for more stuff, maybe his dad never finds out. Yeah. And you end up with a huge problem. And so, you're right, as far as the when, it's not so much the age as it is let your kids know that they can talk to you about this stuff. And part of that has to do with how we respond, which we'll get to uh, momentarily. But uh, uh, some of that just comes down to plain saying, you can come talk to me about anything uh, and and not be concerned maybe about the, the response. Yeah. Uh, so that's our win. Uh, why do we talk about the subject? We can cover this like super <laughs> super briefly you cover it because you don't want your kid to get addicted to this stuff mm -hmm. uh and the earlier you catch it right is is the better uh which is why you're being proactive about it absolutely i mean there's a whole science that goes into it of you know uh, the younger your brain is and if you get exposed to it especially if you start acting out to pornography through masturbation getting into deeper, more hardcore levels of porn. Um, it's, uh, what do they call it? It's called your arousal template is, can get skewed. And so the younger you are, if you get hooked on it, it's going to be harder to break that cycle as you get older. Yeah, same same principle as far as like learning a new language. They say the younger the better for that because the memory retention is so much better. Mm -hmm. uh, well, that's true with stuff like this too. And so getting out in front of the problem or letting your children know that they can come talk to you about this is you're playing the long game. You you want to, to prevent a long-term issue, uh, and that's why you talk to them about it. Um, and that's why you talk to them about it before it even becomes an issue because you don't want it to develop into one at all. It's a lot easier to protect against than it is to have to tear down uh, the falsehoods that pornography brings with it and then build up. If yeah. you build up in your child and show them and teach them properly what God has in mind for all of these things, the less work you have to do as far as tearing down uh, the teaching that they'll get from kids they meet at school or just kids they hang out with or what they find online and all that stuff. So that's the why. Uh, let's let's talk. We got we've got like ten minutes here just to throw out uh, how not to respond uh, maybe to a kid who's seen pornography or uh, I mean that's that's really it there. Like how not to respond to a kid who's seen it, and then we'll talk about the the positive uh, of how. Um, but I believe you've got a story you want to share here. Uh, oh, I got a story. to respond. I got a story. Let's hear it. So this is, this is my personal story. Um, you know, 
I've told my story, um, at least in written form. Sure. But uh, when we first got internet back in the 90s, it wasn't very long before I figured out and my older brother figured out that you can find images of naked ladies on here. Yep. And so, you know, we were just amazed at this thing. Like, wow, I've never seen anything like this before. We were still pretty young. And so, you know, we were kind of like my kids. It was more of a curiosity thing. We weren't trying to be malicious about it. Um, We weren't uh, acting out with pornography at that point. But when my mom found out that we had been looking at porn on the internet, she flipped out. Okay. And she was yelling and screaming and crying all at the same time. And me and my brother were just like, we're shocked. Like what, what is happening? Mm-hmm. I've never seen her like this ever. Now I can understand the reaction uh, because obviously my mom knew the dangers of this. Sure. And it's it's very common that that is the reaction. Yeah. Uh, and so know. she flipped out. And the, the, the thing that that did, and I realize that that seems like a good course of action to make sure your kids know that this is serious, that this is bad, and to stay away from from it. But you know what that did? It made it so both me and my brother knew that we could not talk to my mom about this. Yep. And it uh, we understand the, that reaction because we see that reaction or we hear about that reaction with all kinds of people. Um, mm-hmm. Talk to... Uh, those dealing with the problem, they'll say, I don't feel like I have anybody I can talk to because, you know, I'll, I'll tell my mom and she, she just goes and breaks down and cries. Mm-hmm. My dad will yell at me or whatever. And that's that's the common response. And that's what we want to caution those of you listening against because that is a good way to, as Chris was saying, shut off communication. Yep. Which is the last thing you want. You, you want open dialogue about this subject. Uh, if you lose that, uh, then your kid is going to have to find his own way uh, through this, and that is not a journey they need to be doing alone. Yeah. Uh, it's very easy when it's by yourself just to, to fall apart on this one. Yeah, I turn to the kids in school, which is always... Yeah. <laughs> Bad advice. <laughs> Not good. Not good. Um, yeah, so, uh, and when when we think about how not to approach it, that's really the one that comes to my mind, too, yeah. is the way you respond determines, again, long run. And I, and I think that's probably the, the theme of this uh, episode is we're thinking about the future when it comes to this subject. Yeah. I actually... Now that you mention it, of you know, this is one way. I have another story uh, okay. that kind of illustrates not. the uh, the opposite way to do that. Um, I knew a family uh, growing up that I heard that their parents found that they were looking at porn, 
which just again illustrates how even back in the day, you know, kids are looking at this stuff. So if you sure. think your kid isn't looking at this stuff, you need to wake up. It happens. Yeah. It happens a lot more than you might think. And it's not because um, you're a bad parent. It's just yeah. because it's, it's everywhere. It is. Very easy. But these these parents found that their kids were looking at porn. And in, instead of flipping out like my mom did, their parents just, they didn't do anything. They just said, okay, well, this is kind of a, a, a natural thing. You know, it's kind of like a, well, boys will be boys type thing. And just left it at that. It's kind of like they're just like, this is just a stage is going through. We don't really need to address it. It'll take care of itself by it by itself. And this was a family that was in the church. So they knew that it was wrong. But I don't know if it was just they're embarrassed to talk about it or they didn't know how or, or what, but they didn't. And you know what? It didn't take care of itself. Yeah, uh, I think that's the other typical response to not the, well, uh, no, I, I think not doing anything about it is the other response because yeah. you've got just, it's embarrassing to talk about. Uh, you and I have no problem talking about it. We talk about this all the time. We write about it all the time. Not a problem. For a lot of people, having them say sex in front of their kids other than like a uh, joking way to kind of embarrass your kids. Mm-hmm. It, it's very rare. Like there, there isn't, when is a good time to sit down with your kids and say, Hey, I want to talk to you about uh, sex for a moment here. I mean, that yeah. it, it just feels weird. I mean, there isn't a good time. There's never a good time to do that uh, with a lot of parents, but that's the thing too. We, we can't overreact uh, with anger but we also can't ignore it. Like it's not yeah. an issue. Uh, both so, of those things cause the problem to escalate. Go so ahead. Jack. Yes. Imagine eight years from now. No, 10, we're going 10 years. Cause all right. You know, 12 years old. For the, the boy is going to, he's going to be a good boy. He's going to wait oh, until yeah. 12. Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> cause <laughs> I'm going to be all over that computer. That's right. Um, and you find out that he's looking at porn. What's the what's the happy medium? What's the middle ground in there for how to talk to your kids about porn, or if you catch them looking at porn? Sure. Um, I sit down. Well, he has given me permission now to talk to him about the subject. Of course. Uh, by by viewing it. I can bring up the subject and not feel weird about it or awkward about it because he he's the one who's allowed me to bring it up because he went and looked at it. Uh, and so it is a just it's a conversation between me and him. He's 12. He can have a good conversation with me about this stuff. Uh, and I'll ask him why, you know, you what were you curious? Would you hear, you know, did somebody and just hear his side of things, but not raise my voice at him, not, uh, not get angry, not get upset. Uh, it, it is upsetting uh, to know that that innocent part of your child is probably it, not necessarily gone, but it's 
maybe trending down that path of, okay, mm-hmm. they're aware of their surroundings physically. Uh, you know, they are aware of these people around them uh, and, and all that. Part of growing up. Um, but I think the biggest thing with this is, and, and something we often forget as Christians, uh, is you know, God doesn't want us looking at these things, which is what I would tell him. But I wouldn't say, well, we don't look at that because we're Christians. I would say we don't look at that because God has a plan for sex, and it's not in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, his plan is a lot better than what the world is doing with those with sex, what the world is doing with that. Um, uh, and so uh, <clears throat> it's the positive spin and it's the spin towards God of God isn't saying, okay, you're not allowed to have fun, uh, no looking at pornography. God is saying, I've got something better for you when it comes to sex. I have a plan for that. I created that in a specific scenario, in a specific place, and it's not in pornography. Uh, and what I'm not trying to do is is shame him, or uh, obviously I don't want him to look at that anymore. So I'm I'm steering him away from that. Uh, I'll let him know that I'm I'm going to be watching for it. I'll let him know that I'm uh, that I want to talk to him about it if he does stumble upon it. Uh, but I want him to know above all that God has a better plan for that. Uh, that that what he's seeing is shortchanging himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, that what he's getting is a terrible picture of uh, some twisted thing. And sex in God's way is so much better than that stuff. And I think it's that positive spin. And obviously, I've got I've got a two year old, so it is. I think you know. I don't. I don't know. Uh, but I think that putting that idea in his mind of one, you can come talk to me anytime, but two, there's something better out there than this. Uh, so don't waste your time with this stuff is a better spin on it than, you know, don't ever look at that. It's going to corrupt your mind. It's going to, I mean, that positive spin, I think makes all the difference. Yeah. Uh, And reminding them who they are, uh, that they're gods and that God has a plan. And, and I think that's the biggest thing, too, is don't don't say, well, God doesn't want you looking at that. Because that, that's true, but it almost sounds like, okay, God doesn't want you doing this thing that feels very good. Well, that's not it at all. God doesn't want you enjoying this thing that pales in comparison to what he's created. God wants yeah. what's best for you. This is not what's best. God has something better uh, than that. Uh, and so it's it's that spin that, you know, God's commands are great. I mean, he has them that way for a reason. Uh, and spinning it that way, uh, I say spinning it, it's not like I'm lying to the kid. It's viewing it through that lens of positive towards God, uh, I think makes a big difference. Uh, and I know that it makes a big difference compared to being passive and not talking about the subject at all. Or being over, you know, overreacting and, and yelling and crying and, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. That's really how you know. Listen, communicate, let them know that God has something better for them. I like uh, it. I think is is the right way to approach this stuff. Yeah, I'm going to use that. That's good. <laughs> you just you're going to have a, a family meeting and call your kids back in and say, "Listen, we're going to talk about." 
porn tonight, kids. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uncle Jack gave me some things to think about. <laughs> Uncle Jack. <laughs> uh, hopefully this stuff that we've talked about today has been helpful for you. Um, there's always more we could talk about any of these subjects, honestly. Um, so if you want more, let us know. You know how to where to hit us up at emails, uh, jack at strongchurch.org or chris at strongchurch.org, depending on who you want to talk to. Um, that's the show. There yeah. it is. Hey, did and you want you to plug these... uh, T-shirts? Oh, yeah. All right, here? so we have a sister site, uh, strongchurch.org, uh, and we are selling shirts. I <laughs> We don't have a visual. Uh, here We do on the website look for new Strong Church shirts. And you'll see that, um, but they are what are they? Light blue or are they grayish? They're 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 in the middle there. I'm not sure what the color is. It's blue, blue and gray. It's it's not like a royal blue or a navy blue. It's kind of like it's like a charcoal. No, not a charcoal. Like a um. Did you say a charcoal blue? No, it's no. it's a it's a it's a lighter it's a lighter color. Uh, is the text in white? I'm just trying to remember from my head. Yeah, the text okay. in white. Uh, for when I am weak, then I am strong. Yeah, and it fits the site too. It does. It absolutely does. Uh, talking about strength and in the weakness, overcoming those things. Yeah. Back of the shirt has strong church with our uh, website as well. It's super cool. Yeah, uh, and we that's where we cover our just topics about kind of anything Christian related. This you know this is where we talk about the pornography stuff, obviously. But uh, uh, those shirts help us out uh, if you can get those, and uh, it's a good way to kind of expose people to good parts of the internet, unlike yeah. the bad stuff that we talked about today. Yeah, so, they know, are you know, fifteen dollars. Also, uh, if you give your kid one of these shirts, they'll never look at pornography. There it uh, is. There, there you go. Uh, <laughs> so, if you want thanks, one, sir. again, just email us. Oh, yeah. Email email Chris. Uh, Chris at strongchurch.org. And uh, he will get you set up with all of that. Uh, I guess also along with that, the Trend Podcast is one that I started with another Ooh, guy yeah, plug here. Plug that. It's on Strong Church. We've got a few episodes deep now. We talk about stuff that's trending uh and look at it from a christian perspective uh, i believe this next episode we're going to talk about uh an athlete who stopped his event to do the pledge of allegiance or listen to the star spangled banner and an athlete who I saw that used to observe those things so i saw both kind of, of those kind of a contrast i think yeah. would be interesting i'm intrigued so tune in for that that's also on strong church uh, check out strongchurch.org. Starttofinish.org has a lot of great stuff on there uh, that we have no involvement in. Just other great writers who do a really good job. Uh, thanks for tuning in to this podcast. Uh, email us if you got anything you want us to talk about uh, or if you just need help uh, with, with talking to your kids or just dealing with pornography yourself. That will be the show today. We'll see you next time. See ya.